Well, hello everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Your Manchester with me, Miss Belinda Scandal, and me, Brandon McCaffrey. I'm going to count every time you say everybody one of these days. All right, I'm sure everybody else will as well. <laughs> now then, we have got a marvellous show lined up for you tonight, everybody. Yes, indeed, we are talking to the one and only new presenters of Gadio, that is Dave and Paris. We'll also be talking to Willem. We will, as well as deeply indulging ourselves in a bit of theatrical pantomimeness as we visit the cast of the new pantomime coming to Manchester this year, that is Aladdin. So stick around for one fantastic podcast episode of Your Manchester! Absolute drag icon is now amongst us, everybody. Yes, everybody. You might recognise him from the fantastic RuPaul Drag Race, everybody. It is, of course, Willem, everybody. I'm good, but I want to address what you just said. I am not a top. <laughs> I didn't think for one second you could possibly be. Haven't done it in decades. I'm, I'm grateful, to be honest with you. And uh, welcome to our lovely show. Now, we've got you on because you are bringing one amazing, wonderful play to our lovely, lovely region of Manchester. Uh, perhaps tell us a little bit more about that wonderful play that you're bringing to us. So Death Drop is a musical mystery whodunit. It's kind of like Clue and Scooby-Doo, but uh, with some music and drag queens and drag kings. It's uh, all queer, all inclusive. Everybody can have a good time. I'm playing Shaza, and she is a washed-up pop star. So I based it on Courtney Act. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's my um, she's my sister, and she played the role before me in the West End before they got shut down for COVID the first time. Um, and I'm like uh, a pop star who is kind of annoying, but also very well dressed. Um, and, you know, I just stumble into this magical murder mystery moment and uh, you'll see what happens if you come see the show. So drag for you uh, and drag queens in general, have you noticed a change then since since you were on the programme, RuPaul's Drag Race? Um, yeah, I have. Raja and I were just talking about it. Uh, she made all of her stuff for her season of All Stars. $600, she made every look that she wore on the runway. And back in my day when we were doing Drag Race, that's kind of what queens did. They made most of their stuff or they borrowed here and there. Now it's a lot of the dress was by them, the nails was by them, the hair was by them. It's like, what did you do, bitch? You know, <laughs> I found that drag, drag used to be a lot more like rough and tumble, scrape it together, whatever you can do. And now it's a little more finessed now that the mainstream has gotten um, its hands on it. Like Drag Race now gives girls money to do their wardrobe before they get to Drag Race. So like times are changing. Am I mad? No, I'm happy for it. I'm still watching it and I'm entertained. I do a whole podcast about Drag Race called Race Chaser, where we talk about every single episode of Drag Race and break it down and like get the tea and the behind the scenes stuff on it. I host it with Alaska. We say it's a voice of reason and the voice of treason. Um, 
What do you say to these people that say that drag is an art form? Do you agree with that? Bitch, put it in a frame and pay me then. <laughs> it is. It, I mean, I, I sometimes say it's a shark form because sometimes there's poop on your top. Um, but, you know, it, it is like... When you put your makeup on, what's the difference between coloring on a piece of paper and coloring on your face? It's still art. As part of your life, you must be literally going all over the world with your art. I never thought that I'd be able to see the world when I was a kid, other than like when I went to Epcot. <laughs> so it's nice that I can like live my dreams and get to do my job, which is my favorite thing to do anyway, which is perform and do drag. So all, all wins. I love touring. And you've been a few times to Manchester. Is there any particular places in Manchester that you like to visit when you come down to Manchester? Yeah, there was a place called uh, Hail Satan, which was a vegan place. Uh, it was like S-E-I-T-A-N, like the vegan shit. Uh, that was really good. There's a, there's a store that's like four stories, and it's like different little nooks of stores all over. Do I you think know that's what Athletics Palace. Yeah, probably. It's like a bunch of staircases and stuff. Yeah. That place is great. You can lose yourself for like an hour or two in there. Um, I, I love Manchester. It's it's probably Manchester and Brighton are my favorite cities in England. Amazing. Uh, so we are looking forward to having you on, on here in Manchester. We are looking forward to having you, seeing your death drop, everybody. Uh, the death drop has become a very integral part of um, what seems to be RuPaul's um, signature moves, shall we say, on the program. Uh, obviously, you do a few more than them. What would you say is your signature move? Well, I don't like to get on the floor. My shit's too expensive, so I don't death drop. My signature move is I'd say I make people laugh because I usually have a mic in my hand and I'm singing or doing comedy. So, oh, wait, I also have a signature move called the popper slap, where we both do poppers and then slap each other in the face. Amazing. Willem, we wish you the best of luck with this fantastic play that's coming to the Laura. Uh, in the meantime, thank you very much for today, Willem. Thank you so much for your time. Everybody get your tickets at deathdropplay.com. Well, everybody, <laughs> might as well get my turn. We are now going to be talking to the cast of the fabulous and greatest panto in all the land. Of course, it's in Manchester. Aladdin. Here we are now with the fabulous Kerry Dupree, everybody, and you are here in Manchester. How are you? I'm all right. I'm okay. Thank you very much. Very busy day? Yes. We got here at nine o'clock. I must be in makeup by half ten. And what time is it now? I don't know. And how, how does day drag agree with you? Um, I don't like it. I don't, um, I'd rather just do it on the stage and with the right lighting. Mm -hmm. knows what, you know, so getting ready in the, I hate it in the daylight. Never looks the out. same, does it? No, 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 no. What no. got you into drag in the first place? Oh, flaming out. Are you going to hear us with all that lot in the background? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, right. It's a long, boring story, but I'll cut it right down for you. Um, do you remember a television programme called Heidi High? Oh, I do, yes. Just come on to television. I think right. it's about 1982, something like that. And the character Gladys Pooh. Mm -hmm. I went to a fancy dress party. I hate fancy dress parties. Mm -hmm. but I went to a fancy dress party. I went to Gladys right. Pooh. And I won first prize. It was in this nightclub and the DJ was, you know, well gone. Yeah. And he called me up and he was 
was a bit mouthy on the microphone, so I grabbed the microphone and I went into Gladys Poo. Right. They all sort of started laughing, and I thought, hmm, I don't know. And then uh, I started in the clubs, uh, workmen's clubs and things in, in Wales, and I was just in a suit, and yeah. I just used to put on the Gladys Poo wig and do Gladys, and because it was Welsh and it was topical, it went really well, so I thought, right, I'll put Shirley Bassey in, so I put her in, and then I put Sue Pollard in, who was also in Heidi High, and then it just sort of went from there, really. Yeah. Right, here with me today I have, well I've got Ozzy Osbourne, no, no, sorry, Donald Trump, no, Oh, Boris Johnson, oh. no, Joe Pasquale, Ben Nicholas, so we'll just go with that one, shall we? That's me. Or you're all those other people as well. I can be, I can be, yeah. Is, yeah. is there any that I've missed, or are there a few we've got going? There's loads that you've missed, Black yeah, I, I shall be bringing quite a few of them to the show. So, will, so we can expect to see a few of these impressions throughout then? We will, we will. Yeah, there's, um, there's about, I think, there's a routine where I've got to do 20 impressions in a minute. 20? Yeah. Crikey, yeah. that's a lot of impressions. It's, it's, it is. In a minute. In a minute. Three seconds in the impression, so it's... Yeah, I'd be well impressed. Well, you will be. I, I will, will be. be <laughs> So, uh, so you get it right, you're going to be like, yes, what a day. Yeah, yeah. So you've obviously been in Pampton for quite a while now as well. You've, few, you've done quite a few through your career. Mm. What keeps bringing you back to it? The money. <laughs> um, it's great. Get the acting gig. <laughs> no, it's, it's my, I'm a bit of a panto geek to be fair. I love fair. it. Yeah, we start in June, really, starting on the scripts. And uh, this one's, I mean, this will be on for two years, because obviously we should have done it last year. Obviously, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's just great fun. It's great to do something that entertains the whole family. You have got grandma and granddad, mum and dad, mm -hmm. auntie, uncles, boys and girls, and it's just finding the right balance of, of for the comedy side. Yeah, absolutely. What works for all of them. So uh, we do a little bit, obviously, of cheeky innuendo, which the kids shouldn't get, but sometimes they sometimes. do. Not my fault. Oh yeah. And uh, and then there's a the slapstick, stupid humour that the kids absolutely adore. It's, obviously. Um, you can do the kids matinee show. It's full of schools, and something will really work. But then in the evening, when it's the mums and dads. Or more adults. It still works, but then the innuendo obviously works Absolutely. a lot better. So, yeah. yeah. And here we are then with Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin? Yes. Not the Aladdin that you used to be playing, though. No. A brand new kind of a Aladdin. A brand new, better version of the Aladdin I used to play. How does it feel playing a different kind of Aladdin? Amazing. You know what? Like when I was playing Aladdin in the West End, I had the best time. Yeah. I did it for almost three years. Um, and you know, even though it's a different version, it's pantomime, which I also absolutely yeah. love, to kind of put those two things together. It's just yeah. amazing. Get me back on that carpet now. Is the carpet going to fly in this version? What do you think? I'm guessing, knowing the production coming behind, <laughs> it'll fly in soaring, doing tumbling. It'll be doing... It'll, I'm pretty fly sure it's going to fly. free willing. Is that what they call it's it? It's like yeah. the song, yeah. It'd be like a whole new world, won't it? It is. Is that song in it? Is it I'm not... What, the panto? No, in the panto version. I don't think so. No. No. Got, so what songs are you going to be doing then? You know what? Does it feel weird playing it? For Aladdin, though, he must be like ready to like go into a whole new world and like it will be. I mean, like to be honest, I'm just so excited to get back on stage uh, and, and, and give it and give it something different, but also yeah. keep doing what I love to do, and that's playing Aladdin. Yeah. So whether that's a panto, that's a West End show, it's a different type of show, whatever it is, it's Aladdin, and yeah. it's a childhood like dream of mine to, to play that role. I remember doing it when I was that big. Really? Me and my sister like getting his little little carpet out and. Dancing around and messing around, and just to do it on stage. Why is it show. such a good role for you then? Something about it, I just loved, like, you know, it, like a film with all those songs and stuff that as a kid growing up wanting to perform, sing and act and dance. It, I just fell in love with it, and um, I just always wished they'd make it into a musical. Um, and when they did, I just thought, get me on that carpet, I want to be Aladdin. So now, you know, I did it 
three years to come and do it in pantomime. Um, I did Bradford a couple of years ago. Yeah. Being in Manchester now, I'm a northern lad. Yeah. Anywhere up north, put me up there, and I'm and I'm happy. Pantos that you do, I never. The run of the mill, either they're always exceeded um, and heightened. Yeah, they seem to be really sort of extravagant. I've just been lucky, I suppose, that I've been working with uh, for the last twelve years with Kudos. Well, they're not Kudos now; they're called Crossroad Pantomimes now. Oh, right. Kudos is finished, and now they're called Crossroads. Not anything to do with the old soap <laughs> opera. I hasten to add. Um, it's just called the Crossroads, mm-hmm. uh, and I've just they're big, extravagant pantomimes. Yeah, you know? and obviously this year in Manchester at the Opera House will be great big because it's Aladdin, yeah, which is obviously set in China, and you know the Oriental sort of colours and costumes and points and tassels, and you can really go to town. And a bigger part for the dame as well. Yeah, and the great thing about Widow Twanky is that she, all right, she's a washerwoman mm-hmm. or a scrubber, whatever you want yeah. to call her, you know? <laughs> a domestic goddess, and she runs a laundry, you know, and then of course her son Aladdin, you know, finds the magic lamp, yeah, and he rubs it, and they're rich, and then, of course, you've got Widow Twanky, who's the washerwoman, and then when she's rich, and you can really go to town then, I've got 14 costume changes this year. 14? Yeah, 14, yeah. Full costume changes? Full costume changes, yeah. Because you're renowned for going off stage and coming back on a different costume. Yeah, well, Every I always instance. think that the dame, that was a tradition, really, mm. it was a tradition for the greats, you know, like John Inman and your Barry Howards and Danny Roos and all that lot, every time they, the dame goes off and comes back on, it's in a different it should always be in a different outfit. Yeah. Tradition. Some traditions have gone, some traditions stay, you know. What are you looking forward to most in the show? It's um, it's a magical show, Aladdin. It's mm-hmm. got so many great special effects. It's got a great story. It's got a great balance in that we've got some comedy scenes, yeah. that, a standard that go with Aladdin. Uh, and then we've got a couple of brand new scenes that we, or routines that we've never done before, yeah. which we'll put together in rehearsals and fine tune them. So it's um, yeah, it's one of my favourites. I've done Aladdin more than any other panel. More than any other. Yeah, yeah. Crikey. It's, it's, uh, it's a good one. And you do quite a lot of the fairy tale roles anyway, don't you? Because you're Fiero, weren't you? In, I have played Fiero, yeah. In Wicked. Yeah. 15 yeah. years. I know. Yesterday, was it? Yesterday, yeah. 15 years. Yeah. yeah. Weren't invited to the party, but that's all right. That's because you were on a magic carpet. That's what it was. That's what it you, was. You were busy with your magic that's, carpet that's and rubbing your lamp. No, let's rephrase that. Um, so, <laughs> this is a show for everybody. <laughs> Stop it now. So, this is a show for everybody, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Finally, why should people come and watch this particular panto? Because I'm in it. <laughs> um, no, no. I, because, well, it's, like I said, uh, Crossroads pantomimes, they throw everything at it. Mm-hmm. You will get your money's worth, believe you me, you know. And, of course, um, it's got a great cast in it, and Ben Nichols, who's been in it for the last couple of years, and uh, Alexandra Bush, is fabulous. She looks amazing. Um, it'll be great. I've never done a show at the um, at the Opera House. I've seen a few shows there. I've seen my sister in shows there. Yeah. And this, that, the other. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to being at Alec Manchester. It's lovely. I've been here many times over the years. I've worked at the clubs and cabarets here for years. I just wish it was longer than three weeks. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you uh, December the Obviously. 11th. On December, right, remember that? December the 11th. Yeah, come and see us. I cannot wait to get aboard a plane, get a bit of duty free inside me, and go flying, flying high. Flying high into that club, hon. Indeed. As somebody that can tell us all about the kinds of holidays that we can now finally enjoy is, of course, travel councillors, Gary Manners. Are we all able to go on holiday? Yes, things are moving again. Come on! Yeah, people are flying, the airports are getting busy again. Lovely. So, and the phones are ringing with bookings, which is absolutely amazing. That is amazing. After 18 months of nothing, it is great to see things moving again. Where can we go? So, um, just opened this week is... 
um, the Maldives once again lovely the caribbean we've got all of europe now open yeah and then we've got the usa following in november we can go so, to the usa again yeah oh, november we're just waiting for the day i'm an impression you can do so well. the usa See if you is on its way this would have went better no so new york florida yeah. they're oh, all coming back that's amazing fantastic what about a bit nearer to us here nearer to home well well what i was looking at before i came uh, to the studio this evening i got some hot off the press last minute bookings oh. for your manchester viewers today uh, going this weekend so do you want me to yeah go to give you an idea so these holidays i've just sourced right now so these are to go this weekend so starting with grand canaria we all love grand canaria flying from manchester on saturday for a week including your baggage your transfers Staying in Playa del Inglis, which is always a favourite oh, with yes, everyone. Uh, Jacaranda Beach Apartments, four nine nine per person. Greenfield Apart Hotel Bed and Breakfast, four sixty five. Don Miguel, four sixty five, and the Neptuno coming in at six two five. Oh, well, I like the Neptuno. Yes, nice it's right though. near Youngberg. Yeah. So really close for the Umbo Centre, the beach, and everything. Um, Benidorm, short walk from the old town and the bars, the apart hotel Toralto at 465, and then the Prezo 10 apartments 495 for a week. That's so gorgeous. you're right in the old town in Benidorm, yeah. the beach is just down uh, the bottom there, you've got all the bars yeah. and the, the square and everything, the little tapas restaurants, so they're all waiting for everyone. Um, and then finally, my bargain of the week yes. is Mallorca. Mallorca? Mallorca, oh. they're still having fantastic weather out there. The Aquasol in Parmanova. £326 for a week, everything, um, right. all included there. The Samos Hotel in Maglov, 375 bed and breakfast. Yeah. And the Sol Barbados. These oh. are all four stars, 445 Do you know, I have to say, so, don't interrupt, but my favourite holidays as a kid were at the Sol Hotels. Yeah. Oh, there was a lovely one in Mallorca called the Sol Guadalupe. Guadalupe Sol, yeah. And I, that's where I did my yeah. first. Why was it your favourite? Because they let me entertain. <laughs> I was with this lovely entertainer. Well, you don't get it here. And she so let me might as well get, let you oh, go somewhere. Was, you're going to get a slap with your little normal Irish face. But it's great it. to get things moving again. Yes. People are booking. They've simplified the... Um, testing requirements so yes. we've only got to do the test coming back so it's not costing as much either so the prices are going down as well so it's a lot simpler um and it's making it's, it is making the, the market move yeah uh, quicker and then of course a few more weeks of weather that we've had this week yeah um i never really want to go we, we will be getting <laughs> So these are cracking bargains, though, and these are straight off the press. That's tonight. amazing. What else have you got for us today, then, to talk yeah, about? Yeah, so I'm thinking also about um, places like Santorini and Corfu. Yeah, I've been to Santorini. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Gorgeous. Still, the weather's still great out there for, for maybe a few more weeks. Brilliant. So that seems to be a hot destination at the minute. Obviously, Mykonos as well. Yeah. But the prices are a bit higher. And then Corfu. Um, That's because Pride's over. They're all yeah, like Crete as well. All of the Greek oh. islands are selling amazingly. So um, lots more on offer. The cruises there still, um, you know, still out there for 22, 23. So lots of ideas. But it all sounds really, really good, doesn't it? I'm quite excited. I have to say, I came on yesterday, <laughs> and the husband Winston, right? The husband Winston, he was he was sat up right in bed. 
which is good. And he was he was trawling through Tinterweb and he was looking for holidays and everything because it's I think it's got to everybody yeah. now, hasn't it? Everybody's yeah. thought it's like changing the weather, yeah. isn't it? Everyone starts. And we are it. going the right way now, where yeah. we can think that we can have a holiday without coming back COVID-ridden. Yeah, yeah. That's so. It. It's That's going it. the right way. Yeah, I suppose especially after now that more and more places are stopping, not stopping, we're saying you don't have to get a, a test as long as you're doubly vaccinated. Because that was beginning there. to get expensive, yeah. wasn't it? Well, it was. A family of four were getting on £400 oh, yeah. on top of your holiday, you yeah. know. So it's, it's a lot of money for people and um, things, things are moving on, so it's all going in the right direction. Does that mean we're now seeing the demise of the staycation now? No, the UK staycations is still selling really well. Wow, still wow. selling really well. The UK's, you know, we've not seen anything like this no. ever. No. And I think people have realised what a fantastic country we've got. A friend of mine's just recently come back from doing an Irish tour. Oh, lovely. Um, absolutely loved it. So, <clears> um, <throat> it's, it's all on our doorstep still. So, we've now got the choice of both. Either stay at home, go abroad, whatever you want to do yeah. now. Sounds so. <laughs> but looking forward to next year we've got all the family bookings we've got all the um all the summer holidays yeah. coming up so uh yeah very very much a positive vibe at the moment where do you fancy coming i'd like to go anywhere mm. well, do you know what I, I i mean by the signs of it i'm off to magaluf next week <laughs> yeah <laughs> by the signs of it, i'm off to mallorca <laughs> Saturday, I'll see you there. And it get does there. all sound nice, doesn't it? Go, imagine just going on Saturday, just saying, right, we're going, we're going to book. Ring Gary, we'll get it all sorted. Well, of course, because we there can get it through you. We yeah. always forget about that. We talk about all these holidays, but really, should be going on to yeah. you. Tell everybody your number. Yeah, my number, Gary, Travel Council, is 0161 826 7430. Really look forward to hearing from you all. Any questions you've got, just let me know. Well, we're clearly we aren't the only presenters on the show there today, are we, Belinda? Oh, no, Flower. We are the ones that are visual. These are the ones that are audio, Monday to Friday. Only on Gadio, it's... It's Dave, Dave and Paris. Hello. Hi. How are you? How is it changing? And are you excited? We are so, so excited. It's a brand new show, Gadio Breakfast, with Paris and Dave. Paris Monroe. Dave Cooper. Right, yeah. Um, we're super, super excited. We've been doing heaps of prep this week. Lots of guests planned. Uh, lots of funny features it's as well. It's going to be a really fully packed show next week. Jam packed. Lots happening. Yeah. Both of the so, how, how is it changing then? Well, it went from like a double head to a, double head to a single head back to a double head now. Yeah. Um, was doing it before. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, there's been a few incarnations of the breakfast show. So it's kicked yeah. off with uh, much loved uh, Chris and Emma, uh, who did it for a time, and then that followed on with Jesse and Matt. Matt. Uh, mm-hmm. And then after Jesse and Matt uh, left the breakfast show, it was Emma and Dean, that's Emma right. Goswell. That's a another long time Gadio royalty. I'm calling Gadio like royalty. Yeah, she's part of the furniture now. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and then Emma uh, left for uh, a couple of reasons and uh, it was the last year and a bit especially through lockdown Dean McCulloch uh, yeah. who has recently well what's Northern Irish one. we are pretty great what can you we are say we're <laughs> <We're> pretty <laughs> great it's a fair comment no you, yeah, can, you he, really can he, not with this accent <laughs> so he's he's, uh, he's started a cracking career at Radio 1 and uh, here we are to fill his boot yeah so what do you two think you're going to bring to the show that's different to what everyone else has brought 
the brains, the beauty, everything, and then there's just me. <laughs> just you, right? That was all you. And what about Dave? <laughs> oh! Oh, uh. That's what I was going to say to do, isn't it? Uh, no, we, uh, do, do you know what? It's a brand new show. We, uh, the, the, the great thing about breakfast shows that I've learned since, um, since starting out in radio is that it's completely different according to the people. And the best mm-hmm. thing about coming in to do this show is that we just get to be us yeah. and just have fun get the guests on that we want to talk to that we think that you want to hear uh, you know uh, who's got something to say um and just talk about what's happening in the world people want to wake up and hear what's going on and we're going to do that in our way so when you ask like what's going to be different that's what's going to be different for a start it's just going to be mm-hmm. us people won't have heard us do a show together before we haven't done a show together before as well so we're super excited because everyone's going to go on this journey with us as well and see how we develop, how the show develops, and um, it's as much um, as much as everybody else, everybody shows it is as it is ours. So we're yeah. just super excited. And which so Gadio is a little bit split up at the moment, isn't it? Because it's got Manchester and it's got its national. Your breakfast show will be the national, the main one, the important one. Will yes, it? that's right. Yeah, Gadio is a network, so um, there obviously is a service that goes out across the UK. Um, but then we have uh, local content for uh, Manchester, which is where Gadio started, and uh, as well for the southwest, so um, Brighton and Hove. We're looking forward to tuning in because we normally get here fairly early yeah, as well, don't I'm we? I'm always here at half four in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are. That's just the party. But anyway, we're looking forward to, <laughs> to tuning in and listening to you guys from your lovely blue studio over there to our lovely purple and pink studio here. The best of luck with it, and we hope it goes swimmingly well for the pair of you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We can't wait. Thanks for guys. We promised you a fantastic show, and that is what we hope we have delivered here on this wonderful podcast edition of Your Manchester. I like to think we always deliver a great package. I think it's very important as well, Flower. Yes, indeed. But we have got more for you next week, so make sure you check it out. The podcast edition of Your Manchester. Manchester.